Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsor, Scribed. Unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. Scribed. Unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month. Today we are have my honored guest, Heather Ray from Little Lotus Wellness Studio. She is the owner of this amazing studio located in Ferndale, Michigan. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Now, I met Heather through, um, actually, I met you on Meetup originally, was my first interaction with you. And then I realized how close your studio was. I came to one of your meditations and then also met you through one of the local organizations that we're here, um, that we're in together, which is the Holistic Practitioners Network. So I'm really excited to being able to work with you a little bit more um, through that. Um, I know you are one of the co-founders of that, correct? I am, yes. Awesome. So um, I want to originally ask you about uh, your studio and how long the studio has been around. Yeah, I've been here just over four years now. Awesome. Yes. And uh, kind of my own private practice here. So okay. I, I do massage, body, and energy work. Um, I teach public and private yoga classes. I teach meditation, lots of wellness workshops and host all-day retreats and invite other people to come in and teach awesome. um, other workshops as well. And what sparked you to want to open up your own space? Mm, I think I think getting into this business my, myself, because um, I was in a totally different career Okay, you know, for, for many, many years, and it just wasn't serving me you know, soulfully and, and, and other reasons. Yes. So it kind of spurred me along this new path about, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Awesome. Yeah. And so it just kind of grew really organically from just taking my first certification in in massage therapy. And then I just know I really wanted to work one-on-one with people Mm -hmm. and make really close connections. Okay. And so working with my own space, this beautiful space just kind of popped up and I just couldn't pass it up. So I jumped on it. Definitely understand I'm happy I did. You offer um, meditations on a weekly basis, correct? And yes. as most of them are guided meditations in a group-like setting? Yes. Um, for right now, I have a weekly meditation uh, public group on Sunday okay. mornings at 11 o'clock uh, called Musings and Meditations. Okay. So it's about a 45-minute session, and it's I do half-guided, half-silent meditation. So it's a different lesson each week or a different theme. Gotcha. So I'll set the theme, I'll set the tone, I'll let it taper off into silent meditation. So you can mm-hmm. use it for whatever it is that you need for okay. that day. And then you get a sheet to take home based on what we did that day and some musing or journaling points to work with it after you leave. I love that. I love yeah. that having that take home thing so you can be able to continue to practice until, especially until the next week when you get to meet. And then you also do a lot of workshops. And I always get, like I was talking before we started recording, I get a lot of your emails and I'm always excited about them. Unfortunately, my time and my schedule just doesn't allow for me to attend all of them. So can you tell me about any upcoming workshops that you have um, coming in like this summer or going into the fall? Yes. Um, yeah, I do. 
I love doing workshops. I love doing gatherings, um, all day retreats. I try to do quarterly where okay. we just spend eight or nine hours in the studio together. Nice. And it's just yoga, meditation. It's you know, maybe some goddess coaching and things like that. So I have one coming up in the fall for um, my Akasha yoga. Okay. Kind of like a magical yoga. I was just about to ask you what's Akasha. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's my own kind of style and okay. that I that I developed. And the fall all day retreat is going to be, it's called the Red Tent. So it's a woman's lodge and moon circle. That's going to be an all day retreat. So that'll be in the fall. Okay. And that's at your studio or is that someplace? That's going to be at the studio. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I have a introduction to meditation workshop coming up uh, shortly next month. I do monthly teas every mm-hmm. month. And I have somebody coming in teaching a really fun workshop called um, Shanti Superhero. Oh, cool. So she, um, her name is Pam Rich and she's doing this amazing little uh, workshop talking about like the hero's journey and mythology and becoming your own superhero and the legends behind some of the asana poses. I love it. With a little bit of yoga too. And then you also are the founder of Modern Goddess Living, um, which is a podcast and I know it's also a blog, correct? Yeah, I have uh, a large resource website. Yeah, called Modern Goddess Living that has a blog on there. Is connected to the podcast, and that just kind of spurred off of my practice here. So okay. working with students, working with clients, be it body work or meditation or yoga, started putting together you know just like little wellness rituals for people. So maybe use this stone with this meditation. Maybe try mm. this essential oil. Maybe work during the full moon. You know, work to release things that are no longer serving you. Yeah. So that just became a huge collection of all this beautiful inf- information along my journey. Mm-hmm. So I put it all together in one place on a, on a website. And awesome. So you can learn how to do candle work, work with stones, herbs, moon cycles, chakras. There's rituals on there. So it's... So can I've always been interested in the moon cycles. Um, and that's one of the things I've always wanted to attend one of your workshops. Can you tell me just a little bit or tell the listening audience a little bit about moon cycles? Um, if you can give them like kind of a brief rundown of what they are um, and how they can benefit from maybe adding it as part of their practice? Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah, in the past few years, I've been on this, you know, really, really active seeking phase. So kind of getting back to some old tradition, old ways and sinking my energy with nature a little bit more. Okay, so everything is kind of, everything is cyclical. You know, we have our seasons, we have the years and... So we have 13 moon cycles a month. Okay. Um, we as women have 13 moon cycles a month, right? So there's, it's pretty much you have, every month is a chance for a fresh start to mm-hmm. start anew. So if you follow the moon cycles with a new moon, so a new or dark moon, that's a time typically of reflection. It's okay. a quiet passive energy. It's a time to plant seeds, make plans, new beginnings. And so from that new moon, you kind of it's called waxing up to the full moon. Okay. So you build up that energy for whatever it is you're trying to manifest or bring um bring into bring into being. And then the full moon is the heightened peak of that lunar cycle. So that is where the energy is really heightened. That's where the manifestation comes in. That's where you know, if anything you're working on isn't working, what do you need to let go of? 
you know, as a time of release okay. as well. And, and then it kind of wanes back down in that cycle, back down to the new moon. Hmm. So it's, it's been a really interesting journey in learning more about that and trying to work with that a little bit more okay. in, that, in that respect. So, And it's really important to be aware of the energy you're putting out like during the full moon. Right, because that heightened energy, mm-hmm. whatever you put out, kind of comes back a little bit intensified back towards you. So, and is it the same thing with like the eclipse? Because I know I remember being in Mantra Block, and I think it was right around the eclipse, and I was taking a yoga class, and everyone was talking about the difference between the energy. And I want to say there was another cycle. I well, maybe it was, yeah, something about the eclipse, and they were saying like the heightened energy right around this time. So mm-hmm. be very cautious. Is it mm-hmm. even more amplified during those those yeah th- those yeah. occurrences? Eclipses, okay. super moons as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So just it's just something to be more conscious and mm-hmm. aware of, and kind of using those energies as your own kind of ally for whatever it is that you're working towards. When you can sync up with that, it seems to flow a little bit, a little bit easier. Oh, wow. Now I got to dive into some stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I've been getting into manifestation a lot more. um, So I need to now do my research. Do you have any resources that you um, or like a workshop that you have coming up that people could look into or attend? Um, I do have another Akasha Yoga series coming up in the fall. Okay. Called Igniting the Goddess and Living Your Magic. Awesome. So that's a five-week series. Um, And Akasha Yoga is kind of a fusion or blend of sitting in sacred circle, talking, learning about manifestation, but it's also like a ritual on your mat where we do yoga, we do meditation, and we kind of use the energy of whatever we're working to manifest, the energy of our bodies moving, and um, as energy assists that I do with Mm -hmm. Reiki, and we use a little crystal stone ally and essential oils. And so there is... um, there is a week in that series on syncing up your energy with nature in the okay. moon cycles, and we do a moon flow. Nice. Yeah. So you combine a lot of different things, the crystals, the essential oils, the yoga, mm-hmm. the Reiki energy. Very magical yes. yoga Yes. <laughs> that sounds delightful. And I will make sure to leave that link in the show notes. So if anyone is in the Metro Detroit area and is listening and is interested in actually attending that, you'll, they'll be able to find all that information there, too. Um Awesome. So I know that you are running this amazing facility all on your own, and it can be sometimes very busy work. Um, is there a certain way that you like to unwind or de-stress after a long day or a week or even like a long month of just go, 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 go? Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Um, well, I've kind of built my own little sanctuary at home, so I love to be home in my own retreat space okay. and spending time with my my new my new doggy and my partner is always good and Aww. nice and decompressing for me. Taking her to the beach, okay, most, but still being in nature, being by water somewhere, I can just feel is it a little dog disconnected. Um, yeah, she's a little Australian Shepherd named Freya. Oh, does she like to swim? We're trying to get her into swimming. So I she's, remember she's been scared of the water, but she's getting <laughs> a little more used to it. I so. remember doing that um, for my dog, and uh, she pretty much told me early on, she's like, no, Mom, I don't like to swim. Not happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tried putting her into um, the water where it was just at the point where she can walk, and she walked back out, and then I was like, let me throw you out a little bit further where you had the doggy paddle. She did a couple of that and just gave me this glare like, mm-mm, yeah. no. Do that again, and there'll be consequences. Right. So I was like, well, 
Good to know. Yeah, she can, you know, she can take whatever she needs and yeah. use what she doesn't from that experience. If she just wants to dip her toes in it, that's fine with me. Yes, so. and they're so cute. Very, very adorable. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. So your sanctuary at home, that's, um, do you usually kind of go there when at the end of the day or you start like a morning ritual? I usually do something in the morning. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm fortunate to have my own little den and meditation station and altar space in my house. That's just the whole room just for me. Awesome. Yeah. So I have a little altar set up for whatever I'm working on. Um, and I like to set my intentions in the morning. Okay. So do my meditations in the morning and, you know, just see how I want to show up in the world that day. Or, you know, if I do need to come home and decompress, mm-hmm. you know, sit, what do I need to let go of? Gotcha. And whether or not I do that in my home or um, I have a lovely space outside of my backyard that's surrounded by trees and birds. I'll just go out there and nice. kind of decompress. You sound very similar to me. I have um, My den is also my little sacred spot. So mm-hmm. I have a table set up with all my crystals, my cards, my oracle cards, along with um, my candles. Then I go and sit on a chair right next to it, do my meditation. Every once in a while, I'll throw in a little bit of yoga. But mm-hmm. I just feel like doing that first thing in the morning, yeah. do my journaling. Now I found an app that I actually will do my journaling in the evening, and it prompts me to do it, okay. which is nice because it's like a reflection at the end of the day. But I also have, uh, in the summertime, my porch is surrounded by glass, so I can look directly straight out into my backyard, and it just looks like endless because I live nearby a cemetery, so I can see my backyard and then all the trees that go back there and that's my sacred like mm-hmm. place to work at in the summer and I love it. I love being outdoors, being on the hammock when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, the more time I could spend outside with my dogs, the better gardening, whatever it may be. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Very, very grounding, very calming at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Yes. Awesome. Um, so what is your favorite healthy snack that you have? To give you that energy throughout the course of the day. Do you have any in particular? You know what? I'm somewhat addicted to at present. is It's not necessarily a snack, but it's okay. beet juice. Oh, okay. I am in love with beet juice right now. I you think would be it like my husband loves delicious. it. <laughs> okay. You know, my partner's like, get it away from me. It tastes like dirt. I think that me tastes too. amazing. I feel like it tastes like dirt. It um, does. It's and- very earthy, but a little sweet. And, you know, it's kind of thick. And it just, it fills me up. Oh, and it I- makes me feel healthy just with every sip I take. I know so many people, they like the, um, at the studio I work at, we carry the drought juice. And mm-hmm. so one of them is the beet one. Um, and mm-hmm. the owner, Amina, is always like, Stephanie, especially when I'm sick, she's like, you got to drink this. It'll clear you out. I'm like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like I took a sip of it. I'm like, I don't care. And I've had beet juice with they put tons of berries. I'm like, I don't care how much berries you have. It still tastes oh, like, like you cannot mask the. Straight for me, please. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you cannot mask the, the dirt taste of it but mm-hmm. i know so many people love it and it's really good for athletes too yeah. um and it lowers your it can lower your blood pressure within like 10 minutes a couple of points it's just so good for yeah. you yeah i mean i need to try it again someone maybe else give, maybe give it another go yeah someone see. else told me when like it's freshly pressed like mm. right then and there it tastes a little bit better so maybe i need to like go to a place where they like press it on um press it on site and on site for you yeah yeah I also do you make have... your own or no okay no no i usually buy it at the market okay it's bottled up for me already so... yeah convenience <laughs> convenience yeah i also make really good um honey moroccan carrots 
Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. They're really good. I take carrots and I brush them with olive oil and honey. Okay. And then I bake them. Okay. And then I, I, I also dust them with a little bit of this uh, Mediterranean seasoning that has like cinnamon, cardamom, clove, coriander. Okay. Nice. So I sprinkle that over the carrots. And then when they're done, I serve them with a little bit of Greek yogurt mm. with... Um, I'm a seasoning type of girl. Me but, too. Um, there's a seasoning called Everything But the Bagel. Oh, okay. From Trader Joe's. And it's all the seasonings that you put on an Everything Bagel. Gotcha. Yeah. So I put that in with the Greek yogurt and dip the carrots so in it. So now I got to go to Trader it's Joe's. amazing. Because I used a 21 season salute from Trader Joe's, but I haven't seen mm-hmm. that one. I am definitely... Every time I see it, I grab a couple bottles. Yeah, I'm a seasoning person all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell a lot of my clients, I believe that food should just be for function and for flavor. And mm-hmm. that there's so many seasonings out there that you don't have to worry about adding the sugar or the salt. Um, right. A lot of times people are like, well, you know, it doesn't, it's not sweet enough. I'm like, it's called cinnamon, like cinnamon and then like nutmeg and just even putting that on some fruit, mm-hmm. it just brings out the flavor a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like tons of, I, I like spice. So anything that's spicy. Oh, I love spicy um, foods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my family, my family knows my husband can handle it. My mom used to be able to handle it. Her taste buds have changed and my mother-in-law is like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they, they know that everything I pretty much has is going to have some kind of cayenne pepper in it or red pepper flakes. It, yeah. If it's not spicy, yesterday I made Jamaican jerk chicken. Like, if it's not spicy, it's not on my on my pet plate. Right. <laughs> so, so, like, it's not on my plate. Um, so I know you do a lot of meditations. Um, is there one that you, like, is a favorite meditation or, like, a quote that you would like to share today? Um, yeah, I think as far as a favorite meditation, I usually just do one with some kind of progressive muscle relaxation just to get into the body mindfulness mm-hmm. meditation to get to get present okay. you know just to kind of arrive into yourself arrive into life in the moment because we're so busy yes you know and our attention spans are so short these days we just kind of need those little mindfulness moments mm-hmm. so even just taking two minutes you know just sit back be present close your eyes listen to what's around you feel into your body how you're feeling today where's your mind at and just practice mindfulness so yes. that's probably one of my favorite practices just to do on a regular basis. Okay. Um, as far as a favorite quote. Quote or affirmation. Or affirmation. I mean, I do a lot of affirmations and mantra work. Nice. With meditation. And there's a quote. There's a Sanskrit mantra that I always share with a lot of my classes. Mm-hmm. And it's Ong Namo, Guru Dev Namo, which means I honor the divine teacher that resides within each of us. Because I always learn something from my students as well as much as they learned from me. Awesome. Can you say that again, please? Um, Ong. Okay. Namo. Mm-hmm. Guru Dev Namo. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. I definitely like that. Um, and you touched base a little bit on meditation. I know there's so many different meditation techniques and you mm-hmm. are um, you are well versed in a lot of them. Can you share some of the different type of meditation techniques? Because I, I know a lot of my friends, they're like, I can't meditate. I can't turn off my brain. And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, I think actually the last time I spoke to you, I'm like, mm-hmm. I used to be really great at just zenning out. And now my brain is like being flooded. And even though I do my meditations as early as like 530 in the morning, mm-hmm. there's still sometimes a lot of hard times for me to like filter out all of the noise um but there's so many different techniques and I try to explain to a lot of my friends about them but I love for you to share some of the techniques out there so it's not just 
sitting there in complete silence mm-hmm. all the time, which was, I think, where a lot of people think of meditation when mm-hmm. they first come about. Like, I can't sit cross-legged for a long period of time in complete silence. Yes. And that's what I find that a lot of people come to me with as well. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm doing a one-on-one meditation session or if people are asking me questions about the practice, it's it's feeling like, like they're not doing it right. Yes. And there's not a right way to do meditation. Thanks for saying that. I yeah. try to tell that all the time. Like, there's not a right there's or wrong right way. way. No, <laughs> you don't have to sit in lotus position with your legs crossed and eyes closed and chanting. You can walk. You can lay down. You can, mm-hmm. you can do it. Whatever works and resonates for you. So whether or not you want to use just a focus and just focus on your breath mm-hmm. during your meditation, that can be your anchor. That's your or your touchstone that you come back to if you find that your mind starts to drift. Okay. So, you know, using your breath or using an affirmation or a mantra that you just continually return to. Mm Because meditation is about the practice of redirecting. Yes. Right? So knowing off the bat that your mind is wired to keep thinking Mm -hmm. and that distractions are going to come up. But the trick is when they come up, you just don't want to attach to them. Okay. You can acknowledge them, you can see them, but working to just let them go and then coming back to that anchor to bring you back to the present. So there's what we talked about before is an open monitoring meditation mm-hmm. where you sit and you don't try to clear your mind. You just let those thoughts, feelings, emotions all stream in and out okay. as easily as your breath. You can look at them and acknowledge them almost like words flashing or images flashing across the screen, and mm-hmm. then they disappear. So you're paying attention to everything, but just not grasping at it and kind of falling down that rabbit hole of thought. Yes. Um, there's also meditations like the mindfulness me- mindfulness meditation I just mentioned. There's guided imagery where you can practice using your imagination, visualization, mm-hmm. to picture being somewhere else, seeing other things, feeling sensations, whether or not you're on a beach you know, with the wind and the breeze and the water. Yes. Um, I like a lot of those. I do a lot of um, future meditations where you mm-hmm. see your future self or mm-hmm. the inner guidance. Um, yeah. And I take a lot of my clients to those. I think they're very beneficial, especially mm-hmm. the ones that are asking questions in regards to, like, decision-making. I'm like, you have all the answers. It's just a matter of tapping into that intuition um, and being able to know that you don't really need validation from outside people. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of it comes in, you know, in your intuition. You just are so used to having that clouded judgment of the moment that instinct comes up. It's the what if, so that self doubt kind of creeps on in. But really, just tapping into that initial instincts um, mm-hmm. again, without having the cloudiness of all of the self doubt and the inner critic coming to surface. Yeah, and that's part of that open monitoring is yes. just letting your thoughts and everything go outside the box, but without judgment. You're not judging anything. You're not evaluating anything. You're just kind of witnessing mm-hmm. where your mind is going, what it's bringing into yourself. Um, I'm teaching at a, a writer's retreat in October, and they asked me to teach a meditation workshop on um, meditation as a practice and a creative tool for writers. Okay. So just to leave that inspiration and creativity open and to use meditation in that respect, it's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I've even um, tried in the past techniques where um, tapping into like my higher self and then having a notepad and starting to write some stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even there's been times in which I've sent out like text messages to friends if I'm like in my 
zone. I think one time I was working out, and that's when I kind of zone out all mm-hmm. the time. And I sent out a text message to my friend, and then like an hour later, she's responding back. And I looked at the text message. I was like, uh, I don't remember sending this, nor does this even sound like me. Right. <laughs> um, so the only thing I could think of, I was like, I must have tapped into that higher self. I was like, this is not my verbiage whatsoever but it was so such valuable i was like wow that was really good who who wrote that something came through yeah, yeah that moment right who wrote that and i think mm-hmm. the last time when um when we did the little bit of exchange of services and um you were leading me through some of the meditation i was able to listen to two other ladies in the room um but it was interesting because i was picking up certain aspects of what like jane was saying and certain aspects that like other people were saying mm-hmm. and it was coming to me as if like this is the stuff that you need to hear like these are the little words and wisdoms that I need to hear and it seemed like they were talking directly to me and I was registering it like okay great that's the answer that I was looking for although they were having conversations with someone Mm -hmm. completely different but I was able to pick up like little nuggets of their words um during that meditation process which was really kind of cool as if like i said as if they were Mm -hmm. speaking to me directly and then i realized like they're not talking to me but yeah (laughs) but it was valuable information that i was able to use for for myself at that moment yeah and you know what meditation is just about listening yeah so you know they say quiet the mind and the soul will speak so Mm. you can listen to whatever those little nudgings or you know inspirations are that maybe you're meant to be just messages along your path. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I love it. Every Mm -hmm. time I hike, I tend to get a lot of different messages. And actually, the last time I hiked last year is what sparked me to go down this path of changing my business name and entity and everything I was kind of doing. And it just kind of spawned from one thing to the other. Um, But it was another thing where I was out and about and something Mm -hmm. told me to like, turn off what I was listening to on the radio and tune into what was going on. And it was like a just intuitive download. It was crazy. Same thing Um, happened to me. Yeah, that happened to me with the Modern Goddess, you know, branch of what I'm doing now. Something just said, made me like a smack in the head. You got to (laughs) stop. You know, this this divine feminine path is Mm -hmm. something that you really need to explore and share right now. And so I've just been... You know, trusting and going along with that. And that's awesome. Lovely. I think it's definitely needed. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guessing majority of your, your clientele are females, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a, a needed thing um, where people have a sacred space where they feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And leaving, like I, you were talking about earlier that you had a different position and then you decided to open up your own practice and go into this different field. Um, I had the same experience and leaving something that was very male-dominant, um, a lot of negativity sometimes into being able to go into the health and wellness. I'm now recreating my network and I mm-hmm. focus so much of my past business or my past career and networking and creating this huge network. And now I'm right back into it, doing something that fuels me and, pa- and is more passionate about it. And I love it because I'm starting to find my tribe. I'm not feeling like I'm the crazy person that's like yeah i love mm-hmm. crystals and meditations and essential oils and people are like uh-huh mm-hmm. all right you're weird <laughs> but now being able to talk to other people and they're like yeah i do this all the time and picking up more and more um more and more things about like saging and palo santo i mean it's just a lot of stuff that i'm constantly learning and i love it i absolutely love this process yeah and it's amazing when you know I'm so fortunate to have this space to share with other people, you know, and and to have these gatherings and circles where we can kind of sit and talk. And when, you know, somebody comes in and they, they sit down in this, you know, circle and we're, yeah, we're cleansing, we're saging. And there's like, 
oh my gosh, I found my people. Like, yes. Like, <laughs> oh, you're out here, you know, and it's just like such a total shift and to see them happy like that is awesome. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you, you're, I guess, growing up, you've been around people that had other interests, whether they were, I was talking to someone the other day, like, all my friends are interested in shopping all day long. And I just want to go out for a run or I just want to do this and that. And I'm like, it's probably because you've, I mean, not that saying that anything's wrong with those people, but those aren't your tribe people. I mean, mm-hmm. you need to find someone that mm-hmm. aligns with that. You can still hang out with those other people, but don't expect that you can have those same conversations with them and that they were going to reciprocate and all of a sudden say, I don't want to go shopping today but let's mm-hmm. go for a 10 mile run i mean it's going to be very hard to make that sure make that yeah. switch but it, that doesn't mean that you can't find other people that are saying yeah i have no problem waking up five o'clock in the morning and do a 10 mile run before i go to work mm-hmm. um your other friends might be like yeah you're crazy <laughs> right so right. um or yeah. the same thing for us i mean waking up and saying that we're doing meditation and they're like uh-huh <laughs> right well you're your vibe determines your tribe and exactly. you need to trust that exactly. and, and not change your vibe to please other people but you need to do you need to do self-love through self-honoring choices and so surrounding yourself with those kind of people that resonate with you and kind of feed your soul is really important that's the most important thing definitely Mm -hmm. um caring enough about yourself to surround yourself with people that are like-minded that's not going to put you down for the way that, that you're making that shift or having um certain interests that might not align with other people um so I know you're super busy and then you're going into, you're rounding out your fourth year owning this, this space? Yes, just over four years now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you have a big goal that you want to accomplish this year? This year? Oh, I would like to get one of two things done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many things on the burner, but I'll be happy with just one. Um I want to get my first online course up and running. Awesome. And then I want to try and at least get close to finishing my first book that I'm working on. Nice. Yes. Okay. So a couple bigger projects that I need to kind of uh, shift my energy a little bit more and and, and sink my teeth into. But I have other projects that are before that that are... That I need to. Um... Yeah, and I, I just started working on an online course yesterday. I committed mm-hmm. myself, and I'm like, okay, you need to spend X amount. So I got three months of content done, and I'm like, if I could do it in chunks, where I'm just focused, focused, focused on something, yeah. and I had to turn off all everything. But that was that was a goal. Um, trying to get around the software is another yeah, like learning thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with, there's so many different softwares out there. So trying to find the right one before you invest too much of your time and energy into it. Mm-hmm. And then realize that I've done that before where I started on one and I'm like, this is more complicated than I thought right. it was going to be. And yeah. I spend all these hours and I'm like, now how do I get gather all the information that I put into this one and transfer it to something different? Yeah. And it's, it's important for me to try to just break it off into tinier digestible pieces. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's a little too big and overwhelming, but yeah. That's awesome. So a book, you are the second person I have come in contact with this year. That is the mission is to write a book. Mm-hmm. I really admire that. Yeah, thank um, you. That is awesome. Cause when it comes down to writing, I get writers <clears throat> stump. So that's why I did the podcast. Cause I'm like, I can talk, but mm-hmm. turning that into actually writing down things and I'll start a process and then I'm like, yeah, I'm no longer motivated. <laughs> and I'm oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I just, yeah. 
writing's good for me. I good. just kind of let it go. Mm. Yeah, I try doing I do blogs every once in a while, but do consistency with the blogs. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. When, when inspiration hits me, it's always in the most inconvenient times, like driving down the expressway, taking a shower, going for a walk. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. This is when you want to come to me when I'm not in front of my computer? And then I get in front of my computer and I try to type it all out mm-hmm. and maybe like three paragraphs in, I'm like, eh, that's it. Well, but hopefully you can have your, you know, your phone on you. Yes. Can, you can talk and just record that. Yeah, and everyone then. keeps telling me, so I need to start doing that. Mm-hmm. I need to start doing you find that. that inspiration, make sure you, you get it in somehow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so I want to have some fun time. We're going to go with some rapid fire questions just to kind of get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing that comes to your mind, um, don't overthink any of these things. Are you a tea or coffee kind of person? Coffee. Okay, awesome. Um, favorite type of exercise, if you have any? Uh, yoga. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> like, I own a yoga studio. Yes. <laughs> um, favorite crystal? Favorite crystal, hematite. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I like it, especially it's nice and cold and very healing. Yes. Um, must read book, since you are writing a book. What's your book that you think that's like your top book of choice? Top book of choice. Oh, I'm just going to say what I'm reading right now. Okay. Sci- Science of the Magical by Matt Kaplan. Okay, and what is that about? Very good. Um, he kind of breaks down the scientific, some scientific bases behind all of world history, mythology, oh, magic, nice. just these different things. And it's um, it's a totally different perspective that I'm used to. Okay. And I like that. So I all like right. to know. I will get that information and info. put that into the show mm-hmm. notes, too. Um so we discovered, we talked about the favorite code or affirmation. Um, we talked about your favorite snack also. Is there a place that you've always wanted to visit and why? Um, Iceland. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I heard it's just a very majestic, beautiful, amazing place. So yeah, It's definitely on my short list of places I want to go. My friend day. went there, I want to say... A year or so ago, during the Northern Light, oh, it was gorgeous. Like, you just see the, this green glow amongst the mountains and then, like, the Northern Lights on yeah. on top. Yes. Yeah. To see anything that big and magnificent and nature in the universe is just amazing to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. You should do a retreat out there. Oh, I would love it. Yes. Yes. That, that, we got to get your tribe to go to Iceland. To go to Iceland. <laughs> And hold a retreat with meditation, yoga, anything else. Mm-hmm. So, Heather, is there anything else that you would like to share before we wrap up today? Oh, gosh. No, just that uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. I, like, I love talking and sharing about definitely what I do, and I'm glad to be of service and not feel like I go to work every day and just meet amazing people and work with them to... I love that. Heal and grow. So it's great. Can you let our listening audience know how they can find you on your podcast and what stations or where they can find you? Yeah, there's a link to it on my website, which is heatherraymagic.com. My podcast is called Modern Goddess Living. Okay. So that's on SoundCloud. Awesome. That you can tune into. I um, I do a lot of my meditations are on there, some of my classes and workshops. I have my favorite. It's called The Sacred Forest story time oh nice if you come to any of my yoga classes you know i love story time so okay i have a story about kali on there that's pretty fun okay i'm gonna have to tune into that and i will definitely make sure to leave those in the show notes awesome so thank you again for coming on to today's show we will gather all the information the book your websites um so people can find all of your upcoming workshops 
along with your contact information and your podcast so all of our listening audience can follow you and be able to get all of the juicy nuggets that you have to share. I appreciate it again. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsor, Scribed. Unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. Scribed. Unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month. Whether it's our hearts, lungs, or other organs, the word diagnosis tends to make us uneasy. At Kaiser Permanente, our specialists care for you and about you, working together, creating a treatment plan specific to your diagnosis and total health. So from primary to specialty care, find reassurance in a great team of healthcare professionals committed to your healthy recovery. Visit kp.org slash specialty care to learn more. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Did you hear the news? Metro PCS is now Metro by T-Mobile. Now you get new plans with unlimited high-speed data all month long, all on the T-Mobile network. Check out the new Metro by T-Mobile today and discover the smarter way to get unlimited. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. During congestion, the fraction of customers using greater than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video streams at 4 p Coverage not available in some areas. See store for details and terms and conditions.